0: Welcome into Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with CPA and personal financial specialist Phil Putney. Now, let's get rolling with today's show. Hey, everybody, welcome into another edition of the podcast. It's Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts, and we are going to talk about your dad. <laughs> It's That's not, right. It's not your papa's retirement, not your father's retirement. This go around uh, is the podcast topic. And, and Phil, basically, you know, I've joked about it before on the show, I'm pretty sure, because I definitely remember them. I remember those yeah. Oldsmobile commercials so much. Um, I don't know why it sticks out with me, but that slogan, that tagline, it's not your father's Oldsmobile, I still remember it to this day. Oh, yeah. yeah you know?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's one of those taglines from the, yeah. uh, you know, back in the day that,
0: Kind of sticks around. We talked
1: about the Kmart blue light specials. We Same were thing. About you know, that. Something yeah. you'll never forget about. So I don't
0: know why it's so random, but I was like late seventies, I want to say, early eighties. Oldsmobile was trying yeah. to make their their product line more hip, I guess, to the younger. Yeah,
1: yeah. Kind but, of uh, move uh, to the next generation.
0: Right. And yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're going to do that approach with retirement conversation. All right. You know, uh, not that yeah, we're, it's, ne- it's we're definitely
1: to- two different worlds for retirement. Yeah. So
0: I mean, not that you know we're going to try to necessarily make it hip. But I mean, Hey, retirement can be hip. So, Hey, you don't, don't count it. Yeah, yeah. You're going to be there. one. Every,
1: everyone's going to be there someday, you know, so yeah.
0: even those younger generations
1: listening that someday uh, you're like, Oh, this isn't for me. Uh, it's going to come quicker than, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I love
0: that sometimes when people are like, you know, you know, boomer this or, you know, old person that, and it's like, you know, you, you do realize that, it, especially if you're in your 20s now, let's say, you know, yep. that your, your grandma and your grandpa, you know, your grandma was, you know, wearing mini skirts and, and tie dye outfits and probably smoked a little weed and listening to rock and roll and whatnot. So everybody's young ones and everybody's old at some point.
1: As much as that might freak you out,
0: but. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Life is, uh, you know, everybody lives, right? You know, everybody does yep. different things in life. You go so. through all the stages. So. Go through the stages. So let's talk about how it is different than even just, heck, Phil, even just 10 or 15 years ago, planning for retirement now is really a lot different. It is, so,
1: yeah, completely different.
0: Let alone 20 or 30, right? So, right, right. Um, I'm just going to dive in and just start talking about some of this stuff. When we're walking away from sure. the paycheck, we, there's just some things to, to ponder. The concept of retirement, this is kind of funny. I think this is interesting Mm -hmm. uh, real quick uh, for this diatribe that, you know, it's only been around, I mean, a hundred years ago, Phil, you worked till you died, right? People never retired. Yeah. Retirement.
1: There wasn't a retirement. There was no such thing. Exactly. Yeah.
0: It's a fairly new concept. I mean, it's kind Mm -hmm. of crazy to think about. It's really only been around since basically around the the mid thirties or maybe the forties, you know, somewhere in that neighborhood. When we started social security, it was, not intended. Obviously, we've talked about that before. I mean, typically, you actually died before you ever got Social Security anyway.
1: Yep, absolutely. So, yeah, when it first came out, you were fortunate if you collected it for two, three, four years. I mean, the life expectancy yeah. actually was younger than full retirement age. So most right. people didn't even get right. it. So, yeah.
0: So again, it was really just a supplemental thing for those few that happen to live long. Right. Yep. So really? I think the, the, the concept of retirement really began to take off in the fifties. I, I think, you know, mid right. late fifties started to pick up steam and then it really picked up steam. You know, you, the gold watch idea, you work someplace, 30 years yep. and you retire, they give you a watch and a pension and so the on. The pensions
1: and, so and the, yep. Yeah.
0: Picked up speed. Well, you move f- fast forward to the 90s. My dad retired in 94 uh, and unfortunately passed away in 96. So he didn't live very long in retirement. But, you know, he was like, hey, every day's a Saturday, man. I'm spending money left and right, you know, and you're busy oh, yeah. and so on and so forth. And you're doing stuff all the time. Well, now, you know, fast forward to today's period you know, one of the things that sticks out is we're living longer, we're living healthier, and more people don't want to necessarily retire. I mean, yourself, Phil, you've talked about not wanting to necessarily retire anytime soon, you right. know, so it's okay to want to work past retirement age if you yeah. want to. Right. Well, and that's
1: really the the key is just what you said is if you want to, to me, that's what retirement is. Retirement isn't, you know, a specific age and I'm done, you know, it's, no, you're working, retirement is when you work because you want to, Mm -hmm. right? You've set yourself up financially to the position that now it's an option, right? You work when and how much, whatever that amount is based on what you want to do, you know, what fits into your lifestyle and and goals going forward. So, Mm -hmm. you know, an age to me isn't as relevant as it used to be. I mean, you know, a lot of times used to be companies kind of pushed you out at certain ages. I mean, pensions were 65. I mean, that's when they start. That's even today, if you look at most pensions, that is retirement age and the pension is 65. Right. Yeah. You know, so a lot of people kind of get that caught in their head that, well, must be it that I got to retire. Or or there's a stigma.
0: And I think that started to fade a little bit, but I think, you know, for a number of years now, it's been, oh, you see somebody older working. Let's just say, you, you know, you saw them at Walmart doing the Walmart greeter thing. And you're like, oh, they must have made some mistakes because they couldn't retire. Right, right. right. Kind of put this, well, maybe, but maybe not. Maybe they just really like talking to people and they just don't want to sit at home. Or maybe their spouse passed away and they're lonely. You know, I mean, there could be a myriad of reasons why we do things. And I think that is starting to fade, which is a good aspect of of retirement in the modern era, is I think people are starting to realize, hey, it's just boring. I just want to find something to do.
1: Right. I mean, if you think of, you know, your working years, I mean, you were on a very structured schedule, you know, up at whatever time, you know, back at, you know, five, six, seven at night, whatever it is, whatever your day, typical day was. Right. It was a very structured day. You had so many days off a year, the holidays, here's the vacation, you know, but to your point, you're retired. Hey, every day's a Saturday, which that seems great. Oh, this is awesome, you know, and for most people, they start into it and dive in and go crazy, you know, but then realize, okay, well, kind of get into this groove in some people, the groove is, you know, hey, I really kind of miss work. And I hear that a lot from clients, as odd as it might seem to you. Right. You know, but if you didn't absolutely hate your job and you decided, yeah, I've got enough, it's time to retire. Mm-hmm. There might be aspects of that job that you really kind of enjoy. The people aspect is the biggest piece. You know, I, yeah. I miss that going in and talking to somebody other than I love my spouse to death, but, you know, 24 seven is I've got to talk to somebody else too. So, <laughs>
0: yeah. and, and and the lockdowns maybe kind of showed us some of that, well, that yeah. as well. You know, people saying, you know what, as things get more and more open and back to normal, I want to go back out and do some stuff. And and maybe yeah. the spouses yeah. are saying, I want you to as well, you know, <laughs> that's, whoever that's right. that is, that's right. right. You know, or maybe both parties are like, Oh, we got to go find something to do. And, and so the, the expense becomes an issue. Now that's great. But we are finding that being retired in the modern era might actually be more expensive than when you were working, which is a little weird to say because you're going to spend... and and things are costly. And then we're not even talking about the recent inflation stuff, just in general.
1: Just in general. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, kind of a concept in retirement is I know I'm going to spend less, right? I mean, we don't might not need two cars because we're both working now. So we just need one. And I, you know, I don't have to dress up for work anymore. So I don't have the suits and the dry cleaning and, you know, all these different things you might not have parking if you have to pay for parking, whatever it is. Yeah, there are probably going to be some things that you don't have for sure. Sure. Yeah. But, With every day a Saturday, so to speak, where you've got a lot of free time, what are those hobbies you like to do? If golf, I mean, that's a common one for my clients. If they like to golf, hey, you can golf six days, seven days a week if you want. You know, (laughs) that costs some money. You know, it's it's not cheap to golf. So if if that's your hobby, you better build that in, you know, have a golf budget. I've got several clients that that's kind of the joke is all right, what's my golf budget? You know, how much can I spend on golf? Or whatever your hobby is, you know, I mean, it's whatever it happens to be, make sure you understand the cost relating to that. So coming back to retirement, have a a real discussion on what do I want to do? What does that retirement look like to me and to my spouse? You know, the two of you together, if you're married, then you can better understand what the expenses are don't just go off an uh, understanding, well, it's got to be, you know, only 80% of what I was spending before.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, it's, you know, the 90s, the 2000s, it was, well, 20% less and yada, yada, yada. Eh, yep. well, you know, not necessarily. I, I, get, I think you're pigeonholing yourself into uh, into that scenario that, you you know, you may not want to go down. And, and maybe that's because, Phil, of my, my next point is that retirees today, we, we face, I'm not there yet, but retirees today face more problems. Well, society in in general, we face more problems maybe than ever before, but we're juggling certainly more than ever before, right? And there's so much going on and and with technology and instant everything and fast food, everything and so on and so forth. It really kind of can be a bit overwhelming to all the things we've got to juggle and plan for. Again, from a retirement standpoint in the 50s or 60s, hey, I got social security and I got a pension. I'm basically okay. I saved a little bit Cool, yep. Uh, and in healthcare wasn't really nearly as costly. I mean, that's all that now is like you know.
1: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a lot of different facets that now you have to be concerned with. You know, back in the the fifties and sixties when you retired, you know, it was the the two legged stool really. You know, with maybe a little third leg of whatever your savings were, but it was Social Security and the pension was pretty typical for most people that worked at some kind of a company. Right. In, in that kind of a retirement, it's maybe more comfortable because you know, here's my fixed income. This is what I have. Mm-hmm. So now you're living on more of a budget. You know, this is what I can spend. You know, I don't have a lot of extra money to, to be able to spend. So you're you're kind of locked into this fixed in- income. You don't have as many options. Right. You don't think at least, you know, th- which now as that shifted and in, in the, the Social Security is still there, but the pensions have pretty much gone by the wayside. Yep. You know, so you're looking more at your savings. There's a lot more that comes into that decision of how do I spend that money? Mm-hmm. It, you've got to be very careful with it because you you might get that quote unquote wealth effect of thinking, man, I got a million bucks. This is great. You know, mm-hmm. hey, let's do this travel and, you know, I'm going to go golf every day and overspend early in retirement and, and you could be in trouble. So it, it's a much different world today. You, you've got to really structure that plan out. To understand what does it look like you know can i afford to do that long term
0: and can you afford to manage some of the other things that have become a newer problem as well things yeah. like dealing with um, kids back at home or elderly parents because of the longevity factor you know we've talked yeah. about that many times on the show and i'm sure we continue will continue to do so uh you may be 70 right now and you may be taking care of your 90 year old parents while also yeah. helping your 30 year old children so
1: yeah, I mean, you're kind of a sandwich generation, so to speak, where you've got, you know, you and then both ends of that coming in. And yeah. that's, again, kind of a, a newer scenario we see, you know, where you've got kids that went to college later and you're still helping them pay for that. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you took on some college debt for them to help them right. go through college. So now you've got that aspect where, yep. you know, back to our parents and, and prior to that. Even if you went to college, it's on your own. You know you got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. It's your own. You either pay for it or you get your own loans. And so yeah, there there are many more aspects to to concern. Uh, you mentioned the uh, the retirement healthcare. Yeah, whole different avenue to look at. I mean, again, uh, yeah, back yeah. to the pension concept. Back at retirement, it was well, what does the company's retirement insurance look like? I mean, it's the most companies, if you got a pension. They had insurance with medicare so you really didn't worry about it it was whatever their plan was it kind of continued on so not so much today
0: now you've got to self-fund it you've got the long again the longevity factor magnifies everything because now you're talking about longer term health care issues for most of us so there's a lot to deal with and and really that's why funding it is really the final piece of this you you've got to fund it for the longevity factor i don't care look folks i mean i'm in the same boat I've got a bunch of health issues and I've already had heart surgery and I'm not even 50 yet. And, you know, I was talking to my wife the other day and my dad passed away in his 50s. My brother passed away in his 50s. Uh, You know, I mean, mean, I'm sorry, my dad was 60. My brother was in his 50s either. But, you know, regardless, there's definitely uh, indicators but it yes. doesn't mean anything because technology, again, to our point, changes so much. Look how much we're, I mean, we're doing artificial printing of, of body parts now, you know, uh, lungs and things of that nature. So you yeah. got to plan for 30, 40 years, even if you're wrong, that's okay. Cause you're leaving something to either your spouse right. or your, your heirs. That's
1: okay. Yeah. And this is one of those real delicate balances. And I, I think, unfortunately, just human nature, we, we want to um, err on the conservative side to us to say well you know there's no way I'm making it to 90 so why would I want I'm not planning on leaving money to the kids which is fine you know so I'm going to spend as much as I can well that's great understand the the con to that side what happens if you do if
0: you are wrong
1: right what does that look like you know so now you're 85 years old and you're still in pretty good health but you've spent all your money and all you have is social security
0: what well, are you going to do? Maybe you yeah. now are at Walmart as a greeter, not because That's you right. wanted to be, but because you have to be.
1: That's right. Or, you know, what is that? What, hopefully one of your kids has some room because maybe you <laughs> might have to, which isn't a great option, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that you have to look at the pro con on, on each side. And, I mean, the other direction too, you know, planning, oh, I'm going to live to 100. Well, right. you, you don't want to scrimp all your life and, you know get to again 85 or 90 and all of a sudden have 2 million left and realize oh you know we we could have gone on more vacations right and we could yeah. have done you know but now we've got all this money left to the kids which might be great maybe that's what you plan to do but you didn't maybe live the retirement you planned on
0: right exactly. and we see
1: a lot of that from maybe our even our grandparents that had lived through the depression era mm-hmm. so they were just by nature way more conservative and didn't want to spend right so they had a lot left you know so that's where having a plan and working with an advisor to help you walk through that. And yeah. it's not a set it and forget it. It's not a I get to retirement, what's my plan? Mm-hmm. And never look at it again until I'm 85 and now it's too late. It's a here's my plan. Let's walk down that road every single year. Where yeah. are we at? How are things changing? Do we need to modify investments and spending and all the different components as you go down that plan? So,
0: well, I mean, you know, as humans, we're all familiar with the concept of regret. Whatever that yeah. might be, we don't want to, you know, we want to try to mitigate regret as much as we can in life. We know we're going to have it. So, when you're talking about that from that standpoint, you know, if you've got a good plan in place and you're working on a good strategy, then hopefully you're maximizing the type of retirement you wanted right. to live while still maybe leaving something behind if that's in your game plan, you know. And if it's not, yeah. again, to your point, you can ebb and flow and adjust. So, Retirement is completely different. More people, you know, doing things that were, again, we're healthier, we're living longer, we're more active, you know, even after the lockdowns or with the lockdowns aside, yep. we're seeing that we're getting back out. I think we're going to probably see a pretty big boom to a lot of these things over, you know, obviously this summer and all of probably in through to, into next year as well. I think we're going to see people just, you know, just, some of that pent-up
1: demand. Right, so, pent-up, yeah.
0: that's the word I was looking for, yeah. Like, I don't care, you know, the cost be damned, we're going, right? We're going to do whatever. So, And yep. that's great. Just make sure you, you know, just double check and make sure that you're following up on some things so that you don't have some regret later on. That maybe you either didn't do enough or you did too much, and now you've got some financial woes. So, and as always, you can kind of combat that a little bit by making sure you got a good strategy in place. Reach out to Phil if you got questions and you need help at two four eight triple eight seven five three zero. Just always do that anyway when you're thinking about taking any kind of final ac- financial action. Check with a qualified professional. Phil's been helping people for thirty plus years, so reach out to him at two four eight. 888 He's a CPA and a personal financial specialist. You can also stop by the website philstaxhacks.com and while you're there, drop us an email, shoot us a line and we might take that question on the show, which we're going to do right now from Kate and uh, Kate was in Plymouth and she says, Phil, I got to catch 22. need some help. I have some Apple stock. I really want to offload it because I've made some pretty good money on it over the years, but I'm worried about the tax bill that it's going to create. So what's more important, capturing the gains or keeping my taxes low?
1: Uh, the big question always, do I want to, you know, take the gain and pay the tax or, oh, that tax, I don't want to pay the tax. So right, right. it brings up a, an adage I use often. You don't want to let that tax tail wag the dog, so to speak. So understand it. Absolutely. Everyone hates paying taxes. You know, it's our obligation. We have to do it. Right. Um, but don't let that be the sole decision on whether you buy or sell. I mean, if, if your target of, you know, selling it at a certain point was that, then sell it, you know? Yeah. Um, I would argue probably you're not gonna be in a better tax scenario than you are today to, to do that. So, yeah. you know, is it gonna be better five, 10 years down the road from a tax standpoint? Probably not, who knows? We don't know for sure, but chances are it won't be. Right. But if you, if you look at one exercise I walk clients through in this often is saying, OK, well, OK, the tax is going to be, let's even call it 20 percent. OK, you know, 20 percent. It's not of the total, it's of the gain. Right. You know, so whatever the gain is, now what, look at that tax piece. So whatever that dollar is, take that tax dollar as a percentage of the total investment. Okay. So even if we have 20 percent gain or tax on the gain, And even if you made a 50% gain, your tax is only 10% of the total. So if if that investment drops by 10% in value, you've actually lost the same as if you sold it at a higher value, you would have more money having sold it at a higher value Mm -hmm. and paying the the higher tax. Again, it comes back to running the math. We talk about it often. Understand the math of it. Don't get too concerned with oh what is that tax burden understand it but then put it back into perspective to what the the value is today and then make the decision you know is it let's capture the gain of today yeah i'm gonna have to pay the tax at some point it's inevitable it's not like you're gonna avoid it right unless unless that value goes back down to what you paid for it then no taxes right (laughs) but you lost the, the the growth
0: so we put that stigma as out there as well a lot of times too i mean Paying taxes, think about it this way. It's not a bad thing because it means you made some money, right?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if if based on your plan, you were needing the money, you know, want to hit a certain level or at this point, the tax is going to be what it's going to be. You you can try to minimize it. There might be a couple of things you can do with spreading it over a couple of years or something of that nature, but don't not do something just because of the tax burden.
0: Right. Yeah, it's it's the old funny thing, you, you know, it's like, oh, I, you know, are you a glass half full or half empty, right? I right. won $100,000 in the lottery. Oh, I got to pay taxes on $100,000. Well, you never had it to begin with. Right. So, that, yeah, how do right. you how that's do right. you view it? Like what's your philosophical bent when it comes to it, right? Are you yep. You know, are you a positive or a negative kind of person? So Katie, you know, thanks so much for listening to the show. Uh, If you're still not sure, if you really want to talk specifically, obviously just reach out, call Phil and have a more one-on-one conversation. 248-888-7530 or shoot him an email at philstaxhacks.com. And that's going to do it, Phil. Thanks for hanging out with me and talking about not our papa's retirement. You know, it's, it's, there's a lot of elements, right. To what you do and it's only get it. It's only getting more, really, you know, I mean, every year yeah, it's, like it's like only going to get one. more
1: complex. I mean, that, that's a, a discussion I have with clients all the time when we really get into planning is is they say, I, I had no idea there was this much involved.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know, it, it's no longer just putting those retirement papers in at work and then waiting for the pension and Social Security to kick in and mm-hmm. you're done. I mean, you've, you've got to have a plan.
0: Definitely. And it's only getting more complicated. So do yourself and your retirement a favor. Have a conversation with a qualified professional, if not Phil, with somebody. But of course, if you'd like to reach out to Phil, you can give him a jingle. Again, like I said, at 248 888 It's on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. And you can stop by the website philtaxhacks.com. That's philtaxhacks.com. For Phil Putney, I'm Mark Killian. We'll see you next time here. Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.